be honest, I can't even really use, you know, real music on here because I'll be a little bit uh, under the copyright gun. So I just use some sick instrumentals. Good morning, everybody. I'm Alex Garrett, once again on Alex Garrett Podcasting. And um, I want to read you one thing, Mike Myers. Radio Hope is joining me once again. But I want to read one thing that I just posted uh, on one of my platforms. Um, I had said this today. Tell me if you like it. We are living in two different realities, the citizen journalist reality and the televised reality. We can accept both and use them to help us grow by understanding communities and the cops are coming together in peace, yet the rioting in other places is still happening as well. We can accept that police brutality has long been an issue, and it's time for each department to fully be examined for policies and complaint loads. We can accept that the black community wants to do well in America and thrive here. They must be given a chance. We can accept that cops wake up every day wanting to serve and protect, and it's those cops we should look to. Ultimately, no one should be afraid to wake up in America. We can change this together. Michael, we have to have more of those conversations of changing it instead of just thinking in our old ways at this point. Well, part of that thinking involves doing away with the police department. I think maybe... uh... Yeah, I, I think uh, <clears throat> sometimes maybe wisdom just goes out the window. Yeah, I don't know how. I, I do know why they want to do it. They just they they there's a sector that completely wants to obliterate it, and yet Michael, I had seen in Nassau County, very proud, on the, on Long Island, cops shaking hands, giving hugs with protesters. I mean, there are pockets of peace, and 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 we have to recognize that too that there are cops out there doing the right thing. And the best solution I can come up with is not defunding, not getting rid of, just evaluating and see what's there. And if there's a problem, get rid of the problem. Well, let's see. Human beings, if there's a problem, get rid of the problem. Huh. Well, I don't mean to be a you know pessimist, but good luck with that one. Well, but, do you but, think- we, but we, ha- we must have the conversation we got to have the conversation it just needs to be we need to be open you know here's a for instance yesterday it was the day before yesterday kind of got into it with the wife a little bit okay and i'm like and then i start going and then i start thinking huh here's something to what she's saying and then i have to admit the freaking my beautiful woman is right and and I'm so glad now. And what did she say that was right? I'm you, you mumbled her words. Well, it's I because I was gonna use it instead of beautiful. I was gonna use a word that would not be a, appropriate to describe my lovely wife. She's a great lady. What was what was your question? I'm sorry. No, because you were like mumbling what she said. So what was the argument about exactly? Like what oh, did she oh say? now you want to details? Yeah. Of wow. Hey, uh, did you get your clothes back? <laughs> What the hell is up with you asking me details about my argument with my lovely wife? Well, no, no. But seriously, though, <laughs> I have to make a trip. I thought I was going to have to make another six-hour drive today, and it turns out I'm not going to. And instead, it'll be a trip to Des Moines and back, which I don't mind at all. Des Moines. That always, you know, just the name itself sounds so fun to be in. I don't know why, but Des Moines, Iowa. Des Moines. <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, you, that whole plan of 
resolve that you gave. That was that was a lot of stuff. I might have to go back and listen to the show again. Uh, well, that one comment because I just am very. Um, we have to address that. They're the black, you know, the African Americans are afraid to wake up. I've been told this personally by African Americans that they're afraid to wake up in this kind of culture. Now, now stop, because mm-hmm. I know of white people. Let's start using colors sure. that are afraid to go out mm-hmm. because of what might happen wherever they might be living. Because I mean, they're afraid. So we got a fear issue going on here, and is there? I mean, is it is it is it justifiable fear? Yeah, I would say so. But what is it about us human beings that think we need to intimidate each other and strut our stuff? And right. So well, Mike, it, it really comes down to to me. I don't know. I, I'm too simplistic in this. We're all created in God's image. We, for that very reason, we need to respect each other. Mike, I would also say um, the conversation is missing one key point. 57 cops yesterday resigned from Buffalo's police department. If you don't wow. think they're afraid too, you're dead wrong. And, and that's the dead, conversation piece we're missing right now. Dead wrong? Huh. Yeah, it's a mess. It is, it's really a mess. It's, I have to agree with you. And it's how do we, you know, how do we resolve it? It starts with talking. Yeah. As, as you folks out there would say, we're going to sit down and talk. We need a what? Talk. I can't even understand you. Talk. Sorry. Oh man. All right. Maybe I'm not so. I'm not. Maybe I'm not missing the Boston accent. Calling the Yankees. You know, whatever stupid things they call them. Talk. Because <laughs> what you just did was like a Boston accent there. So good on Talk. you on that. Yeah. You could have Ruth Ann on. She's has a Boston accent. She's not even from Boston. I don't know where Park it came the car. from. <laughs> <laughs> like wait, what? Park the car. Yeah, lock the car. Oh, Rhode Island, second uh, ex-wife. But um, no, and then the other thought I was coming into today with is, as you can tell, I've I've had all this planned out in my brain. Didn't write it down, but that's okay. Uh, it's just we have we do have these two realities facing us: reality of citizen journalists putting out videos of good interactions. What? Go, go on, because oh. I, see, I just remembered now what you said. I wasn't really, in, I didn't listen as you said And this we also earlier. have the reality. But you're, mm-hmm. you're, yeah, go for it. Say that again. You got the, you got the journalists of, putting out this great stuff. Reality of citizen journalists videoing good interactions with the police. We've also got the reality of TV telling us that looting and rioting is going on. And we must accept those two realities. The problem is we're only accepting one reality, which is, we gloss over the positive interactions, and we just complain and get freaked out by the rioting. There has to be a counter cha- counterpunch to that. Now, here is where I would have to disagree with what you. I, I would disagree with what you said because you said, and then we do this. It's this. It's, so yesterday, okay. I decide it's it's okay. I mean, someone suggested there's a, there's a there's a hat out there that says. Jesus is my savior. Trump is my president. You can Someone's response both to that was, was, was a baby puking in a hat. And, of course, my mom puked in my Trump hat. Mm. And I put that on there, and I figured this guy would absolutely think that was hilarious. And he, he did. But to make a long story short, I wore this to our local grocery store for the first time in a while because I'm kind of like, I don't want to make trouble. I better just cast this aside. 
And I went to this pharmacy, and the gal said, oh, by the way, I love your hat. I'm not supposed to tell you that, but I love your hat. And I said, I need a moist towelette. I just had that. Just thank you. And I got all choked up. But It was very encouraging. There's two fronts to that. Three fronts to what you just said, by the way. The first thing is you can accept both that Jesus is, is, is Lord and Savior and that Trump is president. Those are both realities as far as now I'm the, concerned. Now, do they both belong on a hat? I don't know. Mm. Maybe. No, I don't, I don't know. I don't want to get into the Bible thing in front of the church. I mean, it was a very – that whole moment, I, it just rubbed me the wrong way, I guess, to be honest. The way it was, it was done – and then it he, was a photo. Yeah, it was a photo op. It was. But the and so the second thing is though to that point is here again is where we have people in this country afraid to embrace who they want to support politically because they're afraid they're going to be attacked. And so I applaud yes. you for not being afraid of that. Well, and it that's why there's you know uh, everything works together for the good for those that love God. And are called according to his purpose. Now, I do not, you and I have had this conversation before. There are times I wish Trump would just keep his shush, his stick-a-lock. And uh, is he a perfect man? No, of course he's not. Gee whiz. I think he's doing a great job. Do I agree with everything? No. But But the vitriol, thank you, Mr. Ed Delgado. Is just nasty. It's like if you if you were a Trump supporter, then you're a bigot. You're a homophobe. You're a hater. You're all of these. No, why not? Quit doing. Stop it. Give me a hug. COVID hug. And that broad brush is going to kill us all. You know that broad. Broad. Mm Mm-hmm. Broad brush. And think of it this way. We broad brush everybody, right? We broad brush the African-American community. We broad brush cops. We broad brush Trump supporters. And that's not positive. And, and, and Christians. And, oh, yes. And Christians. And Muslims. Yeah. Very true. All gl- kinds of people. You're right. We pigeonhole. We're pigeonholers. I'm, I'm glad you mentioned that. So I do, I do sometimes this National Publicity Summit, which is where people pitch their story ideas to me. And someone... To you or... To you or to each other? Well, to me, to put me on, put them on my podcast and whatnot. So I have that going oh, on. Oh, so it's to you, but it's kind of a, a group get together. Exactly. Or like, there's my, yeah, that's cool. I, and the, I, I like the way that you put that. Is they, they pitch them to you because for you, that's why you're there. Right. To, to make your podcasting even More better. Content. Okay, I'll be quiet now. No, no, it's so true because I want to expand the content. And let me tell you, those four hours I deal with people that are telling me real life stories is more relieving than covering the news because I'm hearing on the ground stuff. That's kind of what I made this thing to talk about is on the ground uh, issues going on. Yeah. Um, and so in that group was a Muslim and unfortunately he had the same name as one of the terrorists of nine 11 and he was blacklisted. He was unable to get a job. He was p- profiled. I mean, I felt so bad when I heard that story. Look, I deal with this. Yesterday, when I was at the at, at the that place where you buy your drugs, I told her my name, and I said, I, "She said, anyway, well, you know what? 
hey baby or me 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 and it's like you know and i have a son born on halloween so i i invite it i love it i it's like you know but you don't know the real me my wife doesn't don't ask her it's none of your business you know for a minute there i gotta be honest with you for a minute there for a minute there i thought i was talking to um (laughs) Uh, let's see if i got it here now we're gonna be up for now you're gonna be honest no, no, See, hold Alex, on. I'm yeah. trying to pull up a song here because I wanted to pull it up. It's just, I haven't played this one yet. But I literally thought I was talking to, talking to Mike to Austin Powers, you know? Because Mike Myers was Austin Powers, so I thought I was talking to uh, my Austin Powers, too. Well, what can I say? Can you do a British accent? I'm kind of curious. No, don't, don't. Uh, now I have performance anxiety. <laughs> well, let's. Uh-oh. So, focus. Yeah. focus. And then the third prong <laughs> to what you were talking about, though, there. I'm trying to refocus everything. Thank you. We need it. <laughs> the third prong that you were talking about there, she was whispering to you, hey, I love what you're. That's the other part of this. No Be- one else wants to speak up. I mean, that's another thing. Well, well not it's... no one else, but some people don't. She's not supposed to. It's a no no. And she did anyway, which I found, I, I thought it was neat. I really was encouraged by, it's like, hey, maybe if I step out and get out of the boat, maybe maybe if we take the lead, uh, I got a song I'm going to be playing here in a little bit. It's called Bottle Rocket. Okay. I got a bottle. You would not believe the lyrics to this song. It is like, you, and it just popped up this morning. It, mm. It's just, it's, oh, Go ahead. Oh, a joke. I'm going to read one little bit of, I've got it on the sure. computer. And by the way, I used to, uh, when I was at Jet Propulsion Lab in that Jason Project event, science project, in 2005 in Pasadena, we would go in the yard of, of, of the Jet Propulsion Lab and do bottle rocket testing. It was pretty cool to launch those things and see the, the height it went and everything. Well, and so, um, yeah. I, yeah. And so, by the way, there must have been so much science back to the launch last week really quickly before you read. Fascinating. Because imagine they timed where this thing would land back on the... How did they do that? I don't... I got goosebumps. It's amazing, isn't it? It was incredible. GPM, and I'm just thinking that well, took a lot of science to, to put all that together. So, wow. Yeah. And, and science is just amazing. But check this out. You've got clueless commentators telling folks to stay inside. You've got light investigators pulling shades and terrified. You got powers of the darkness blowing smoke to dim the skies. You got psychics look a little anxious. Anybody out there wonder why? I got a bottle rocket. <laughs> I got a bottle rocket. I'm like that. Got a little light to testify. 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 <laughs> In the name of Jesus. There's good news, folks. There's a lot of good news. And that's your point. Good news bad news which one are we going to focus on i don't know is it you are marvelous oh thank you i'm marvelous <laughs> there's a there's a Can well there's a danger stuff. in just being all lolly lolly jesus la, and and looking at what's really going on and that's why this whole fear thing is uh we're a world just living in we're fearful instead of I don't know. Why are we walking around in fear? 
because someone's going to hit us with a brick or someone. And by the way, into our, huh? By the way, to the fear point and everything, the family of George Floyd has shown how Christian they are. Where they're all all these protests and they're very spiritual in the way they're talking about his passing. His, really, his, the murder of him. Yeah, they are very spiritual. Um, and I just wish the rioters took a clue uh, about that, but they won't ever do that. So, well, because it doesn't sell. Right. Now, one other thing, maybe you can agree with it. How often do you find yourself writing an immediate gut punch reaction when it comes to the mind? Put it on Facebook. Don't even tailor it. Just post it raw. And then it's like, I, mm-hmm. I've backed way off. Way off. It's just not. It's not worth it. Um, and yet there are other times now, again, like this, this post that I put up and I said, be wise and don't live in fear. And mm-hmm. if I have this conversation with this individual again, I'm going to be maybe snarky and say, then live in fear. I'm just saying it's not a good idea. I'm not saying they'll be careful. You know, it's like crossing the street. Right. Am I afraid to cross the street? Well, I could get hit if I'm not careful. So I need to check both ways and then cross the street mm-hmm. maybe check both ways twice anyway blah 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 i i should do that too as i told you some people in quarantine forgot how to drive like they just would love to roll wherever they can and it's like there's still people on the sidewalk on the streets hello uh yeah it's not good um and to be over, honest with you, oh, oh, overall aren't you are you are you encouraged at all about just stuff in general or are you a real, are you just a bit, oh, it reminds me of a song, pessimistic? No, I'm not pessimistic. I'm just a bit on edge, I guess you'd say, because yeah, as I'm, as I posted and, and all I could do to combat my own pessimism is say, I shouldn't be afraid to speak out what I am seeing. And what I'm seeing in New York is beautiful protesters lying on the Brooklyn Bridge, right? Yet the business owner down the block. Can't even open on his damn business. Which, well, right here in Boone, something popped up where uh, uh, evidently there are some windows on big Main Street in Boone, Iowa, town of 16,000 that have plywood on them. And, mm. of course, the concern is, uh-oh, they're planning it because there are, there are plans of having something going on here in Boone. Uh, I wanted to do a... Uh, uh, heterosexual pride march myself, but I didn't think it was appropriate. I'm amazed that Boston did that, actually. They pulled that off. Was it Boston? One of the cities up there. Pulled, they did it. Really? Pulled, there was a straight straight pride march. Yeah, it's kind of but, interesting. But, but, but aren't, you, aren't we just kind of... I don't know. Just Let's just... It sounds so corny, well, but... And to be honest, even... love. The, even that community is afraid to wake up. We have communities afraid to wake up in America, and we cannot have that. We have to have true unity. Now, the other, the reason why I'm recognizing is because I've had people like talk to me about it. I'm like, oh, okay. I mean, I'm sure. Have you had a better diet? Have you had dialogue with people since this incident different than what you've had before? Oh, sure. I think so too. Yeah, and I had it uh, had that yesterday. I was talking about a during the show. I was trying to connect with somebody, and they said, "Well, I got a couple of minutes." And I said, "Well, I need to be able to talk to you when we talk longer." Well, you better take the couple of minutes while you can because I'm busy. Well, get this. This is so cool. I called this individual 
at a quarter after exactly after mm-hmm. nine. Mm-hmm. We talked for much more than two minutes. We talked for about 20 minutes. Then I met this individual at a store yesterday, and it was great. Wow. And we we both, it's like, you know, yeah, I'm a person. I'm busy. I, I'm a very important person. And then when you meet him face-to-face, like, whatever. You're here to buy prunes. you got problems with your <laughs> poop. Don't, you're not any more special. Oh, I'm a special person. <laughs> that was pretty good. Well, anyway. And, and I and I realized I was doing a little bit yesterday myself when my uh, grand grandson wanted to uh, come and see Grandpa and show off his his oh. two thousand three Kia two hundred thousand mile van. And, uh-huh. he, he, I, and I'm, I'm excited for him. He's he's a bigger nerd than I am. Or we're just wait, wait a minute. Oh, I'm judging that's him. sweet. And it was great. Okay, focus. Well, and I love that. By the way, there are people out there who do power plays. Oh, I only have ten minutes, and it's like, well. Once you start talking to them, they just oh. stretch it out. So, yeah. Well, you and I still need to. I, I haven't done my video for this morning, so you haven't. And I, I want to get to one story before I was done. Oh, of course, because it's all about you. And you know, go ahead, stretch it out, bud. No, I love, I love. No, I love no, this, no. Go ahead. So, um, no, I insist. <laughs> <laughs> all right, but no. On a serious note. 8, uh, 9 a.m. Eastern, 8 a.m. Central, Radio Hope. What you got? What you got? What's going on today? Don't, don't, don't try to pacify me. Don't, don't, don't. I got, I'm talking about, what is today's show? I don't even know. Today's podcast is entitled Fear is a Liar. And I got this book. You can see it's one of my devotionals that I haven't used for a while. Well, you can't tell I haven't used it for a while because I just told you I hadn't, but... <laughs> You go in a backpack here. I remember, see all these yellow tags? Yeah, I love that, writing it down. Yeah, here I am, right? So I'm realizing, are you ready, how pride-filled my mother is, right? So I go through this book, and I put a yellow tag on every page about being pride-filled, not realizing how pride-filled I am myself. Oh. It's like, you idiot, you are such a dork. Look in the mirror, you. Are you saying like mother-like son then? Is that what you're saying? I, I'm saying human like other humans. Well, this mm. does not have a struggle with pride uh, and, and, and pride in a job well done. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's why I get I frustrated look, when I can't log in because I want to have a job well done. We all want to do this right. The podcast, the video cast, everything. That reminds me of a song hmm. and a verse. Well done, thy good and faithful servant. All I can think of is the smoke detector going off and my oh. wife's been cooking. <laughs> Eh, supper's done. Oh no! Oh no! That's, that's bad. That's terrible. It is, but it's true. But hey, that's all you really speak, though, is truth, from what I could oh. tell. So, lie. That's a lie. Liar! Liar! Oh, I could play that song. I got it here. And I guess what? You, I hope you talk about the confronting of realities, though, that we're all dealing with, because I think the way we give hope is to. Is to confront both, say how we can change both, and give hope. So that's kind of why I want to choose that today. Well, I'd like to teach the world to sing in perfect harmony. So I'm cleaning this apartment yesterday, and I got my my music player thingy with me. And I was looking all over for, you know, it's the Coke song, right? I like it. And it starts playing off of my phone. I'm like... What? I had the whole thing by the New Seekers right there on my phone. I didn't even know it. I got so much stuff, I don't even know I got stuff. 
I never know if you have an iPhone. Do you have an iPhone? I guess you do, or Android, or what do you have? I have an Android, iPhone, whatever. A flip phone? No, I'm kidding. Royce. <laughs> hey, I used to get in trouble when I worked for U.S. Cellular because some people, that's all they wanted was a flip phone. Mm. They did not want a smartphone, and I was chastised for not trying to sell them a smartphone. Look, they want a flip phone. Leave them alone. How were you as a salesperson? I can't imagine your pitches to people. I just you're so charismatic. I can't imagine how you. My sold it. my pitching got me in trouble to the point where I eventually got fired because I wasn't real good at overcoming objections at least three times. So what I would do, and unfortunately someone overheard me and they tattled on me, and I didn't get to face my accusers, mm. but I would say. <clears throat> Uh, something like, uh, you don't want data, right? You don't want data, right? Yeah. So I just, I would overcome their objections for them. And then I got oh. called into the office and was told that we might have to, uh, what, what was the word they used? Oh. Something about separate from the company. I said, you mean you might just have to fire me? Is that, why don't you just, why don't you just tell me that you're thinking about firing me? So if we just separate, can we, like, go to counseling and maybe get back together? <laughs> I got to the point where I couldn't do it anymore. Here I am, 50-some years old, dealing with youngsters. Wow. When I say youngsters, it's like you, you've been pre-programmed. Everything is about, you know, I understand sales and making money, but what about keeping customers mm -hmm. and giving them what they want, not what you think they have to have? And that's why they followed me from – I, I love my – Mike, oh no! I loved my customers. Uh, do you still talk with any of them, or all the time? It's amazing. Hey, I remember you. You're that. Uh, you're that cell phone guy. Yeah, that's it. Love it. Yep. Well, yeah. and you're Sorry, doing. We had, we no, you we were doing a service for them because they probably were going to be asked to get a higher thing. And I don't know if the other guys in your company was like that, but maybe forced to because of the aggressiveness uh. of the salespeople. And then, this was the part that was really difficult, mm -hmm. when somebody would flat out lie to your customer and say, oh, no, we don't get commission. Who believes the that? Minute, the minute you lose that trust with your customer, mm -hmm. and they know that people get commission, they're not going to go back to you after you. You know, trust is something that's earned, and you can blow it just like. <laughs> that but they thought they really thought they get away with that they thought the customer was too stupid to understand that they do get commission or something yes man it, it, it comes down to just being brutally honest right yeah be like hey i'm 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 looking to make some money because i'm 20 something year old and i want to do whatever i can to do it and i'm going to sell you a ship phone if i could so that's Hey, what was the partnership with Iowa State? I noticed that. I didn't realize they were in the partnership there. Oh, yeah. U.S. Cellular, they're a big advertiser for uh, Iowa State Cyclones. And you know my gripes with them, that uh, the, the White Sox yep. sold off Comiskey yep. for that. And I miss Comiskey. Uh, it was like a baseball tradition uh, thing for me. I, it's, it's uh, yeah, I, I, I totally understand what you mean. And it, it's, it's all about the money. You know, the love of money is the root of all kinds of evil. Yeah, and here's the funny thing. Back to the business part. 
companies are giving money to support the protests, yet the small business owner can't open without a fine. I don't know why I keep correlating all this stuff, but I'm just seeing it. It's because it's it's the ridiculousness of it all. It's Mm -hmm. just, and you look at it and you go, are we really even having this conversation? That's why a lot of times on Facebook, I'll see someone and go, are you serious? And then I'll, I, if I post, I get consumed with checking to see what the responses are rather than... Two minutes later, did I get a like? Three minutes later, did I get a like? Did I get a yes, comment? Did I get... it's crazy. I got speakers to put in the back of my Passat. How, I, know, I don't think I've ever asked you this. How long do you take to prep for your pod every day? Do you do stuff after the pod's done to keep prepping for tomorrow? Or... Um, it reminds me of preparation h holiness i get up at six actually think about things throughout the night sometimes i'll grab my phone and you know write down some ideas maybe i hear something on the 24 7 stream um so that's kind of the prep thing but to answer your question i'm up at six Mm -hmm. uh show at eight usually have things for this morning i actually went outside for a little while had my coffee and read some stuff from my utmost for his highest i'm going to be talking about the psalm 56 and uh, people you know not fearing i there's a sermon that i might use here from a guy that i've heard for the second time dealing with fear mm. i got all this stuff up here and, and i might use one or two songs and i'll talk for like ever and not get to what i actually wanted to do and that's how it ends up going. And if it doesn't work, it doesn't work. If it does, it does. Mike, we can't. Did I answer, did I answer your question? I don't think I did. But you just led me okay. to another thing. And I know you got to do the video. It's 835 Eastern already. Holy crap. But uh, one Holy thing... crap. That's what Christians do. Yes. I'm yeah, sorry. That crap. is just not appropriate. <laughs> oh, my gosh. But you just brought me to this this kind of circle here. We know people are, you know, we're told people are waking up afraid. Yet we can't be in a cop's shoe because we don't know exactly what they're dealing with. Oh, I can't imagine being a police officer. We can't imagine the African-American walking out of their home afraid. We just can't imagine anybody else's shoes. So what's the closest we could do to tell people not to be afraid without sounding too standoffish or too like? But I guess with what you just said... the African-American walking out of their house afraid. Do I walk out of my house afraid sometimes? I'm sure you do. I don't know. We got a BB hole in our front window. Is it because I have a Trump flag? But but I thought about this last night. Am I cowering in fear? A number of years ago, my one of my brothers just kind of went, wee, mm. wacko. And he, he was threatening me. He was he was physically threatening. He was going to hit me in the head with a frying pan. He was so mad at me. Was he joking? I don't know, but he was out there enough that he, and I was very scared that he was going to pull up to the house and I would, wasn't going to know how to deal with him. Mm. And that was real fear. So, but to say that, to say that none of us ever walk out of the house a little fearful I don't know why. Why are we focusing on a specific group? How about just all of us? Wouldn't it be nice mm-hmm. if we could just walk down the street and not be afraid and not be afraid? Of course, and yes. Be, that's the ultimate goal. No one should be afraid in America. That's the ultimate goal. Well, what if I just start saying, "Well, 
you know, because I'm, uh, what if I was Muslim? Mm. Are all Muslims ter- terrorists? No. 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 Well, but if I'm walking in, in irrational fear, hmm. is it trumped up fear? Ooh, there's an interesting term. I mean, what is it real fear? Or is it just fear because, because of, it's unknown? I don't know what might happen today. That's why the whole thing, locking us in for three months, didn't ever really make sense, if I'm being candid with you. And I think being candid is the best way to be. And I do believe there's a lot of folks that are going, did we just get duped? Have Mm -hmm. we been duped as a country with all of this that's going on? How many of these, I think there was another 50-some deaths here in Iowa, I think, yesterday from COVID, I think. Mm -hmm. So how many of those were were actually COVID related or were they just, uh, uh, did they get the code that it was COVID because, and it's like, how do you trust? Michael, I don't don't know. I just know I trust myself and I trust the way I do things and I think that's the best way it could be. Trust trust ourselves first and then build the trust with others. Well, and even there I have to tell you, I... I don't. It's a great one. Well, you know, for instance. I don't either, but I'm working on it. Well, here's a, you know, trust and obey. There's no other way to be happy in Jesus than to trust and obey. I'm not going to talk about it. We'll save it for it. I'm going to tease you for another day. Uh, Yeah, I mean, (laughs) here's the point, folks, and I haven't talked about this yet. I had a rough kind of couple weeks where I decided to end my relationship. And I don't trust myself staying all calm during that time of getting through it because I'm just not like that. So I'm trying to maintain calm inside of me while I deal with, you know, whatever I'm going through after this. And and if I could ask you just one question, maybe it's not appropriate. Did you know this person for quite a while? 20, yeah, yeah, 20 something years. Oh my gosh. See, and I can't, oh, let me tell you. I'll share this little this little saying I have. Actually, it's biblical. Those who love deep hurt deep. Those who have been forgiven much love much. If you're like myself, mm-hmm. there's a side of you that's really hurting. You know, I'm, I am hurting. But you know what? That's why I come on this podcast and talk because it helps me ease that. And... Exactly. Yep. And it, it's very therapeutic. It really is. But there's like a whole added component when you have nothing to do because everything's locked in. Um, That's the whole part of this I'm trying to overcome right now. John Fisher, I've got to read that. Well, you don't have to, but... No, but I like the title and I kind of like what their... Looks like the premises. I was going through it. Real Christians, it says, don't dance, and then it's crossed out. Do you know why... Never mind, I won't tell you the Baptist joke about dancing and making love. Someone might think they're dancing. <laughs> Stand up. So what advice do you have for me today? Because this is the first time I've talked about it, by the way. Oh, wow. Oh, that's a heavy to just... Oh, man. Who? Oh, I got one. Mm-hmm. God draws near to the brokenhearted. Mm-hmm. I remember my son... Had just broken up with this gal, and he was in the back seat. He was like six, 15 or sixteen, and he's reading his Bible. He used to just read his Bible. He'd take his Bible to school, and people mm-hmm. would make fun of him. And but he just ate it up. He sit in the back seat, and he said, "Dad, 
listen to this. God draws near to people that have broken hearts, and I have a broken heart. That means he's drawing near to me. Isn't that cool? Oh, he must that have cried when he said that. I mean, my goodness. Well, and then I'm thinking of things that I said to him at other times that he has turned around and said to his son, uh-huh. chastising me for saying what I said, and then I got to... Never mind. You know, God is really good. It, it really is. Love does cover a multitude of sin and, and realizing how hypocritical we all tend to be. But anything about having the truth right there in front of you, so you go, geez, I'm a hypocrite. I mean, I'm doing the same crap that I'm accusing them of. and Right. And I can't be strong because, like, I feel this obligation to say, you know what? I have my faults in the relationship, too. Like, I never really wanted to talk about that part, but... It's important to acknowledge my role in this whole thing to begin with. And that, oh, yes, what, exactly. I have my issues between the two people. I mean, mm-hmm. I got my, oh, I tell you, it's the truth, Alex. What, what we're, I think what we're all seeking is the truth. And, and it the will? Truth will? Huh? And it will? The truth will? Set us free exactly. from this. From this fear, you go, man. I'm telling you, there is so, there is so, uh, I keep coming back to the to the truth, not to religion, because religion will kill you. Mm. Religion is man's way of reaching God, and, you know, he sent his son to be like us, and yet fully God to reach us, and mm. if we can just take a look at the truth and just go God it's really good mm-hmm. <laughs> he's a good God but he's also just and there are people that there's going to be a price to pay for the secret crap that's going on in the dark and this thing again with what happened in Minneapolis mm-hmm. inexcusable in spite of the fact that I did see a video where this guy unless it was Dr. George had he dropped a little packet he was probably he might have been being arrested for selling narcotics, possibly. But I think the bigger picture is, and I heard these two work with each other at one point. I don't know how true that is or not, but um, the bigger it was point, still excessive. It was still excessive. It was done two hundred thirty-seven times. Understatement, excessive. Um, two hundred thirty-seven times within the department, and here's the best part of this story. You can charge the cops and say that's the justice you want. But I'm looking at the way they're doing this. They have just banned chokeholds and neck restraints in Minneapolis per a judge's, you know, decision. But the fact that the union, the police union, was able to come together and just say, hey, we have to get this agreement, you know, we have to ban this stuff. We agree with you. We have to do this. is huge. Sometimes cops won't have the unions back, and a lot of oh. times they do, but... Maybe they don't sometimes. Yeah, just because it's legal doesn't make it morally right. 237 times, Mike? That's crazy to me. That's just absurd. On the same hand, you don't want to see 57 resign like we did in Buffalo. So again, another balance that you and I can talk about and try and strike and get people more informed about. I think that could be our mission on this podcast is just say, hey, folks, there's got to be a middle ground here, not 57 resign. While we get rid of reform, bad policing tactics, there's got to be a common ground. Yeah, and what is right? 
are there times where that do you think there are times where that type of uh i listened to a guy and here i'm hitting the ball back i listened to a guy he's called a ninja pastor okay and i listened to a show of his yesterday in fact i've listened to two in a row and he tells the story of how he became a um, fascinating gentleman. And I'm, I'm going to take the time. to If I don't get my video up today, who really cares? Uh, this is more important. Um, his guy, where's it at? Oh, wait for it. There we go. Uh, how racism killed me and how God saved me. Again, the Ninja Pastor radio show by the Reverend Dr. Sean Michael Greener. Wow. amazing story of what happened to him and how justice prevailed, although it didn't look like it was going to. And it is definitely, Oh, and then he talks about, you need your best armor for this fight. I mean, he's mm -hmm. talking about everything, what to do if you are caught up in a riot. I mean, the guy is a fascinating gentleman to listen to. And he used to be in a special, he was a special ops guy. Wow. And then he had a, he had a business that, uh, where he helped, uh, uh, protect people that were um, high risk at being possibly attacked well, and how do you help uh, them uh, I don't know you have to listen to this stuff I'm, I'm definitely going to check it Ninja Pastor Radio I've got to check this Ninja out pa it, and I think if you listen to the last one and he tells the story about how he ended up now in a wheelchair mm. because of somebody else's um, very 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 poor behavior 104 miles an hour and hit him while he was in his vehicle that's not an accident i don't know it doesn't of course it, no it's not but the guy and and what had happened is just previous to this accident these kids had said that they were uh d d w b they were stopped by a racist cop driving while black no, they were breaking the law. That's why they were stopped. And if we're always going to throw in the race card mm. and we're not going to look at what's really going on, and, and in this case, the truth won out. Mm -hmm. And the truth is, that guy in Minneapolis, there's no way that he should be dead. No, no, none at all. No I way. mean, none at all. And we all agree with that. So what the heck is all the other stuff that's going on? We agree. The guy, they, maybe he should murder charges. I mean, you just... Well, it's pretty telling when a lot of Democratic attorney generals are praising the, root, the light, looting and the rioting. It's pretty telling what's going on with that. Well, and again, are we as a nation just totally being duped? Mm. Have I not been able to, to give my mom a hug for almost, what is it, three months now? Is there really, I mean, what is real? Can you trust, there's the question, can you trust the media? And can I hate to say it, and I've said it before, with COVID at least, we didn't get a second opinion. We listened to one doctor's opinion. Aren't we supposed to get like a second or third opinion on this stuff? Well, but then if you get other opinions, people say, well, they don't know what they're talking about. Exactly. I was trying to be funny with it because I'm just, I, I, need, I need a laugh in my brain. And I just think it's funny how we only suffer one opinion, yet the old joke is, well, did you get the second opinion? You know, that's kind of been like the... Yeah. And have we stopped? So I think it's I think it's kind of like this too. It's kind of like we've become, you know, dumb sheep, and we're just following the crowd. But maybe the crowd, well, the 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 way is narrow to to uh, to heaven through Christ. But the Broadway, there's a lot of people going on Broadway, mm. but it's not the right direction to be going. And just to 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 uh, just be careful. 
just it, it, be wise and don't live in fear. I still love that. Be wise and don't lick toilets. Michael, can you just quote one thing for me since we got you now for another couple of minutes, which is great. And I'm glad that you you chose Alex Garrett Podcasting over doing a video. That's Oh, um, I really, I'm such a nice guy. That's part of the problem. Um, um, no, one, one last thing though. Can you quell something for me? Can I because what? quell, can you just quell something? Quell? That, yeah. Cause there's something in my brain that's very active right now as we're talking. Quell? Let's face it. The minute Trump a threat threatened to deploy the military, a lot of that nonsense stopped. And now here's what I'm concerned about. This week's going to be a new thing that they're going to try and come up with. Listen to the. It's interesting you said that because I have it written right here in the corner. What? Okay. When he said, when the looting starts, the shooting starts. Think about it. The shooting started. Was he referring to the cops are going to start shooting people because they're looting? Or is that just a statement that he made? When the looting starts, the shooting starts because the cops come try to break things up. And people are getting people are getting killed. What's that guy's name? Uh, what's his name? That one, the uh, Captain David Dorn, the cop in St. Louis. Yeah. yeah. What's up with that? I mean, come on, folks. Let's let's look at all the information and mm-hmm. quit. We got this tunnel vision justifying what what our, our behavior when it can't be justified. And again, we got to understand God is a mm-hmm. God of justice, and justice will prevail. So. I think we all need to be a little careful with how we're living. Yeah, but uh, how do you mean exactly how we're living? Well, I I think to just go off, I'm not trying to talk dirty, but half-cocked is just uh, what, you know, and it sounds so gushy and sloppy agape, but it it, it does, God is a God of love. Mm -hmm. So, if God is a God of love, why do we even get into arguments over whether what, what color of skin Christ had? Mm. He came in the form of man. I went to this one church down in Des Moines, an African-American church. They got a picture of, it's supposed to be Jesus up there, and it's a black Jesus. Why even make, why not just, why not, oh, I'm done. I can't do this anymore. I'm, I'm not going to podcast today. You got me so ticked off now, I'm not... That's the best time to podcast, actually, when you're ticked no, off. No, it's not. Not for me. Huh. No, it's all good. <laughs> yeah, I swear to God, I think you went to acting school and didn't tell me, because you're very good. doesn't work well all the time with the wife. Oh. She doesn't know when I'm kidding, and sometimes I don't know when she's kidding. I don't kidding. know when you're kidding, but I take your word for it, so... <laughs> don't take my word for it. Take his word for it. Parallel. All right. On that note, Mike, I got to let you go. I know it's nine minutes to pod, so get ready. And we'll hear on the air at 9 a.m. Eastern. No, it's actually coming up on eight minutes to pod. Eight minutes to pod. I love that. T minus eight minutes to pod and counting. (laughs) You're a funny man. All right. Have a good day. You too, man. Have a great pod. Hey, you're a holy roller. I try to be. Thank you. And I get what you're doing there. I I rollerblade the other day. It was nice. Another. It was nice. Later. I'll talk to you tomorrow. All right. But be well. All right, I'm Alex Garrett. And um, one last thing here. I did mention the Democratic attorney generals have been 
uh, sort of condoning the riot. I kid you not. I kid you not. Here, here's what's going on. And let me see if I can pull this up here. Uh, because I've, I've gotten emails about this. It's pretty, pretty remarkable, to be honest with you. Um, and I said, as soon as I saw this, I said, I have to talk about this for a minute. Uh, here we go. Let's see. Here we go. National Democrat AG Association co-chair cheers American burning. According to the Republican Attorneys General Association, uh, liberal Massachusetts Attorney General and Democrat Attorney General uh, Association Co-Chair Maura Healey referenced the violence going on across the country saying, yes, America is burning, but that's how forests grow. If that's the case, I thought we were so damn worried about the forests burning. I thought we were so darn concerned with all the forest fires in the Amazon in Australia. How does a forest grow when there's burning? Doesn't a forest grow when we water it, when we nurture it, when we love it? That is a wild statement and... And I just, she sent this on, on Zoom, by the way. And I just am like, what? If America is burning, and if this woman is, if this woman who's white, and she's saying, you know, I acknowledge the skin, whatever. But most importantly, I always thought that we were terrified and saddened by the forest fires, that we were losing our lungs, that we were losing our Earth's lungs in the Amazon and Australia. I didn't realize here in America, burning things down help us grow. Didn't know that was a possibility. All right, I think I'm getting a little wound up here because it's just, it's, it's that we have to grow force grow through water and love, not through fire and broken windows and glass. Very strange. Anyway, I'm Alex Garrett. Have a beautiful rest of your day. We'll have a couple of big guests coming up this weekend. You know, just have to stay posted. Turn to uh, Radio Hope Mike Myers, 9 a.m. Eastern, five minutes from now. Take care.